Hello, Joe. Hello, Mike. Why Why did you pause so long? Because I want everyone to know that we recorded an amazing <laughs> podcast yesterday. I think you're and exaggerating. Do you want to tell them what happened? Um, There was just a small technical issue. We don't need to dwell. <laughs> Not on my side. My side was great. I accidentally recorded my internal mic instead of my microphone. So you got a bunch of, you could not hear me when I put the two tracks together. And it was a, it was stupid. But let me tell you, my name's Mike. That's Joe. We've been friends for over a decade. And um, I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. He lives in LA. And each week we call each other and we just catch up. So <laughs> let's move forward, Wanu. One of the things I want to make clear was I don't necessarily want to try and recreate yesterday's episode. Because it, was, it wasn't that good anyway. I thought I said some amazing things. Yeah. I thought I made revelations about myself. Racist, racist jokes made me uncomfortable when talking about race. I talked about the buried treasure I had and told everyone where to find it. <laughs> yeah. You, you explained the, um, the meaning of life. Mm-hmm. I yeah. posed a riddle. Yeah. And offered a reward for anyone who could solve the riddle. I mean, it was a great episode. So, I don't know. But I actually, you know what? I have to be honest with you. Something just happened uh, right before we started recording this. Um, I had to go to Whole Foods, so I called my cousin. Uh-huh. I, have a gay, I have a gay cousin who's a week younger than I am, and we're pretty close. And um, I said, hey, I have to go to Whole Foods. Do you want to go? And he was like, I already went, and I'm going to go to the gym now. I already like, went. Is that yeah. how he said it? No, he texted it. Oh. You know what? I'll t- to, to give him the benefit of the doubt, I'll say it like this. I already went, going to the gym. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, dummy, you know? Yeah. And he writes back, I hope that was an autocorrect typo. And I write, you're an autocorrect typo. Because I'm still thinking we're joking here. Yeah. And he goes, I don't talk to people who call me names. I don't like to be called names. Wait, he was really mad? So I go, is this a real convo? And he said, yes. And I was like, I don't understand it, but I'll respect it. I mean, what else can I say? But but am I wrong? That that was kind of weird. But, you know, like I came up with a theory afterwards. Wait, so, pause for a second before your sure. theory. I yeah. I don't believe that I've ever met somebody who fights with people that they love as much as you do. Like, mm-hmm. you and I have gone months where you refuse to talk to me because I... I don't know. I asked you if you like mustard on your hot dogs or something, and you're like you know so what? upset that I. This is very insulting. Thing. I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> actually, to go on a side note here, I actually have to pull a U on you. Okay. I'm going to be in San Francisco on the 19th, but only for like, an, well, for your time, a night, and I don't think I can see you. February 19th? Yes. Oh, uh, what a jerk. I know. Don't talk to me for five months. Yeah. If you didn't listen to the pilot episode, it was pilot, wasn't it? Yes. Joe told the story of how I had a work event that happened to be within a like 50 mile radius of him and I didn't stop working the, and stop doing the, the thing that I get paid to do to go to a burger joint with him or well, to depend- a coffee shop. Depending on actually, I actually have the day free. I'm going with my brother to San Francisco. He has to work during the day. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I can just take the BART to Oakland and then. What day of the it- week is the 19th? It's like a Tuesday or Wednesday or something. Yeah, we. I mean, we can. We'll figure it out. We don't have to do it on here until everybody yeah. exactly where we're meeting. <laughs> <laughs> At what time and what we're gonna do? But um, anyway, so they could come steal your underwear. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, Mike. 
I would love it. if. I think you think I'm lying. If someone stole my underwear, I would be so <laughs> flattered. <laughs> you paid for them, though. But, I mean, the point uh, that I made in the pre-recorded episode, too, people have emailed and said that they would be glad to steal your underwear. So this whole nobody will ever steal my underwear bullshit is no, just here, bullshit. Here's why. Here's why they're not. They don't. Wouldn't really steal my underwear. They're just saying that because they're gonna. They get. You know. They want to get a response. Which, by the way, I've never had a podcast. I never. I never had the infrastructure that you do, where people actually write in things. And so, like, I'm like, oh, that person said so many nice things. We got a lot of really nice emails, but yeah. I don't. I don't think we have like the pod a type of podcast where we like read emails on air and talk about them right maybe in the future because you know what it, it it takes away time from me talking about myself right it's also a slippery slope like when do you so like these first few were really good but then the next one might just be like love the show guys and then do we read that one too and acknowledge that one or it's one of those ones where you read it and then move on i want like a really negative one like that's like hey faggots you know or something like that and i'm like oh yes i love those <laughs> um how was how have you been how was your week it was a boring week i did none of the stuff that i was going to say like remember i said i was going to go to a 24-hour musical yes okay can we please talk about how it's on the 24th and not the 5th <laughs> so i missed that okay then well, you um, didn't I, miss it because it's on i the didn't 24th. miss it yeah it's just i didn't i just watched the super bowl yeah. which was you know i've been meaning to ask you i did not ask you this yesterday how did san francisco react to like the super bowl well i wasn't out so my i mean um some people on monday came to my office for a meeting and um this one guy was like oh my god i could barely make it to this meeting because i'm so sad but he's also kind of stupid so i kind of expect stupid stuff like that from him but for the most part i mean i have one roommate that's very involved in like san francisco sports and he i mean he was upset but no big deal it's just Sports. It's funny you say that. I was just talking to my friend Adam, who also lives in the Bay Area, and he was telling me that San Francisco's just not one of those towns. Like, yeah, they they wanted the 49ers to win, but he said it's not like, you know, Baltimore was – you know, Baltimore was happier than San Francisco yeah. would have been ha- winning, you know? And, and like Green Bay. I think Green yeah. – the green like everyone who lives in Green Bay has to be a fan of the Green Bay Packers and any good thing that they do, they like – celebrate and anything bad that happens to them they like the suicide rate goes up or something well and you can tell because there's a dearth of grown men crying on youtube you know like whenever like a big city town loses they always sign the, they always have the youtube videos like a 50 year old man crying yeah because they lost so all right well there's something san francisco doesn't complain about yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, Finally. I, had a, I well, had a friend who listened to the podcast who said he's like joe you said that san francisco all they do is complain but do you ever listen to the podcast? That's all you do is complain. Yeah. You were complaining about how much people in San Francisco complain. Actually. I'm, very me- I'm very meta like that. <laughs> um, there was actually a Reddit article that, well, there was an article I saw on Reddit about uh, other reasons San Francisco, uh, San Franciscans, I guess, should be happy. And that was, um, I mean, they mentioned like the World Series and um a bunch of other things but there's plenty to be happy about up here so okay so i didn't go to the musical thing but oh you know you know what i didn't talk about yesterday that i wanted to talk about this is good is did you okay so this is actually kind of a a news story and we didn't talk about this let's talk about the news story part first did you read the news story about the pastor her name is alois 
I can't remember her name. Hold on, hold on. A pastor who's a woman? That's, yes. That's not okay. <laughs> and she's black. <laughs> um, her name is Alois Bell, I believe is her name. You'll find out why it's retarded. I don't know her name in a second. But um, did you read the story about she went to an Applebee's with like 10 people? Yes. And when the tip came, Applebee's has a policy. I think it's six or more, but it could have been eight or more. Um, if you go with a certain number of people, they automatically add an 18% gratuity to the check. Yeah. And she took – even though they liked the waitress, they told the waitress they liked her, she crossed out her tip and wrote zero and said, if I give God 10%, why am I giving you 18? And then she put Pastor A. Lois Bell. Right. And, and people recognized her signature. They shamed her. And then, of course, as anybody – any Christian who gets shamed, she called Applebee's and said this was a horrifying experience to her and that it, it's ruined – you know, it was a lapse in judgment. And so she wanted everybody at the restaurant fired. <laughs> but they but, compromised and just fired the person who put it on Reddit. First of all, what are your thoughts on this? Well, my th- what are my thoughts on it? I haven't given it lots of thought. I mean, they add that percentage for a very good reason. But to cross it off and give zero, that's just a bitch thing to do. Right? Like, yeah. I give God 10%. And your service was great. I'll give you 10% too. That would have been bitchy too, but I could still understand that maybe a little bit more. But to cross off and give zero, come on. Um, somebody made the comment, you know, like, I think it really speaks to how cheap God is. He should up his ante to 20%. Yeah. Even waitresses at Applebee's get 18%. Yeah. That's more God's problem. But, uh, you know, there was a big uproar on Twitter. Well, one of my dreams has always been like remember when Angelina Jolie had that leg thing at the Oscars and then someone made you know Angelina Jolie's leg they turned it into a Twitter yeah or they made a Twitter account for Surrey Cruz yeah you know they've done all the and I always think about it like 10 seconds too late and someone's already done it what would it girl, be girl well girl no I did it I made a pastor a Lois Bell Twitter account last week I've been tweeting already what I tweet well first I tweeted like different percentages about that if i give god 10 percent, why should i pay visa uh, a variable interest rate of 18 you know? but but then that was boring so what i started doing was i started going through the hashtag applebee's and responding to people who wrote things about me like in support of applebee's or in so it kind of counter to the pastor anyway yeah 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 i would i would play the pastor and defend myself against them and um, I got people like retweeting me and stuff like that. It would, it, the problem was, even though I thought of it first, I was still like a day late on the story. Yeah. So it wasn't as popular. But I have had a lot of fun doing it. I've still been doing it. I know people will stop following me soon, but it's well, been sort of fun doing it. Yeah, these things come and go very quickly. So during the Republican National Convention, I remember on Twitter before that the night was over when Clint Eastwood talked to the empty chair. There was already a Twitter account of the empty chair and it was tweeting stuff out. And it was very funny for that day. And I think I still follow the chair, but I don't think the chair says anything. And what could the chair say that is very interesting anyway? Anymore? Well, that's the problem with those novelty accounts is after a while you run out of things to say. Like There used to be a really funny one. The, I, you can go look at the old ones that the guy used to tweet called Not a Cop. Mm-hmm. And he would... He would tweet things, it's hard to explain, but as if he were a cop pretending not to be a cop. And so he'd be like, hey, teens, where are we going to have our drug party? 
you know? And uh, and it was really, really, really funny, unlike the way I've just presented yeah. it right now on the podcast. Insert cricket noise here, Mike, when you're editing. No. <laughs> um, what, but have you? do you follow Jesus Christ on Twitter? No, but A. Lois Bell did tweet him. Oh, good. Jesus Christ is actually really funny, and it's very consistent. It's consistently good, and there's always funny tweets that come out of it. So anyway, you've heard my week. I really had a boring week, even though the week coming up, which we talk about at the end, is more exciting. I've had a boring week. I had I had a friend in town. Um, I've already told you that, but so I had a weird story happen. Can I tell you, even though I've already kind of told you? Yeah, and I'll just comment what I said yesterday. So I had Celeste in town, and while she was here, we were going to go to Museum Mukunik, which is like a old. It's like a museum of coin-operated machines, and there's all kinds of things like. There's games and then there's like just parlor little shows and music boxes and weird, weird things and um, all kinds of stuff. So we were planning on going there. Oh, I'm really bad at telling this story. You would think I would get better at it after telling it so many times. but um, You would think you'd get better at it after having a podcast about you telling a story. So we <laughs> – we, I should rewind. On, on election day, which was months ago – I went to a pizza place in Berkeley. Um, Did it have an organ come out of the floor? <laughs> no, it didn't. No organs, just pizza. And I, we were watching the election, the results come in, but it was so packed that the three of us had to sit at a table with like 10 other people. And this group of 10 people, they all knew one another and they were talking like they were friends. But then I kept hearing weird comments like, wait, were you born there? Or where were you born? Where were you raised? Like questions that you should probably know from your friends. So I was just so curious. And then there were like older people. There were younger people, all kinds of this is a very eclectic, weird group. I could not figure out why they were all hanging out, drinking beer and eating pizza together. And the guy next to me was pretty good looking. Um, he had, like, he has a very nice body and he was pretty, Wait, how could you tell at the table that he had a nice body? Cause I looked at him. What do you mean? How could I tell? He's sitting down at a table. Well, we did get there first and then they came in. So I saw it him was, walking. it was a nude restaurant. You can tell if someone has a good body and t-shirt and jeans. Okay. Um, but, and I also saw them walk in, but, and I was listening to them talk a lot and he just seemed very smart, which is also kind of sexy to me and. So finally, I leaned over and asked him how they all knew one another, and he explained to me. I want—I brought this up yesterday, but we, I kind of let you slide on it. I still think it's weird that you just like leaned over and just entered someone else's conversation. Okay. Well, first of all, it's not weird, but second, the setting was like—it wasn't like the first words I talked to them was, "How do you guys know each other?" It was like the elections, what it was going on on the TV, and like. They were asking, they were like, people were asking questions. I was like, no, 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 that was whatever state or I don't know. Like it was a very like community sort of day at a pizza place. It wasn't a normal, it wasn't like everyone was just there eating their meal, not talking to other groups. Like it was, it was very community. And so I leaned over and asked the guy how they knew each other. And he explained to me that half of them go to Stanford, half of them go to Berkeley and they have this like program for four weeks where they're they switch campuses or come to each other's campuses and something about like brain science i was bored by the explanation i just wanted to talk to him so that happened 
So then fast forward now back to Celeste being here. We go to Museum Mechanique and she's like, hey, my friend. Just, just bleep it out. My friend wants to meet us. He lives in the city and goes to Stanford. I know him from other science-y stuff that I do in Rochester, blah, blah, blah. So we meet up for breakfast, turn the corner, and it's the hot guy from the pizza joint. So I'm like, oh, and it was like very awkward. Like for three seconds, I didn't know what should I do? Should I say to him, hey, we've met before? Or should I act like I haven't met him? No, that would be really creepy if you were like, uh, remember three months ago I met you? Yeah, no. but is it not creepy if you don't say anything and then you're like, he recognizes me? From three months ago, are you creepily talking to him at a restaurant? Ugh, if that happened, I would be like, no. I mean, no I'd be like, let's do it right now. Okay, so I, I, she's like, Mike, this is Dan. I was like, I met you before. <gasps> you said that? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No. Yeah, and I'm like, well. No, I, no, you didn't. You didn't tell this. I did. I was like, I met you at the pizza place. Lunch you didn't night. tell this part yesterday. You didn't tell this I part. I know. I know. So I, I explained like how, where I met him. He's like, oh, God, you have a good memory. But, um, oh, God, no, you're stalking me. That's what I would think. Well, he I don't think he thought that. And I'll, I can explain why in a second. But so then the day goes on. And he, I mean, he remembered me. Uh, not immediately. <laughs> but when the night went on, like, or when the day went on, Celeste said, like, she started telling some story. And then the guy was like, oh, Mike actually met him. He was at the pizza place that day. And then also something else made me think. He, oh, and then he remembered me like leaning over asking how they knew each other. So like, he, I don't know. He remembered. This is a really weird story. And I'm going to say kind of underwear snatch, snatchy. Well, <laughs> shut up. He, would you, let me ask you this. Would I steal I mean, his underwear? Not steal it, but would you be turned on by his no, underwear? No, that's, that's not something that like if, dirty, if smelly you're underwear. you're telling me if he was like, Mike, look, I'm straight. But my girlfriend never smells my underwear. Will you go to the bathroom right now and just smell my underwear for me? No. Why oh, would I do that? You're an idiot. I would totally do that. Okay, so moving oh, forward. I wait, No, wait. Why moving forward? Why won't you address this? This I, is a serious gay issue. Okay, what's the issue that I haven't answered? You have problems being gay. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, so you saw pictures of him. Yeah. Oh, well, that's actually something I, I should tell you. He friend requested me on Facebook, mm -hmm. and then he sent me a message on Facebook mm -hmm. that said, mm -hmm. like, it was nice hanging out if I remember in Berkeley. Or he said, it was nice meeting you slash seeing you, question mark. And if I'm ever in Berkeley, we should have lunch or something like that. And you're sure, you're sure he's straight? Well, he talked about an ex-girlfriend. Okay. And then Celeste and I went to dinner. With uh -huh. my roommates that night, I think that night, sure. and I mentioned, I kind of told the briefly the story to my roommates. Too bad um, you didn't tell it briefly on here. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> okay. So I briefly told the story, and um, one of my roommates made a comment like, "Ooh, Mike's getting set up or something," and I was like, "No, he's straight." And then Celeste said, well, we think he is. But like... <gasps> oh, interesting. Yeah, and there's there's kind of a gay vibe. But also, am I interested in somebody that has like very recent girlfriends? Seriously? How old is he? True, good point. How old is he? Like 27. 
Okay, age appropriate. Um, interesting. And yeah, yeah, but the point is, even if he's had very recent girlfriends and he's 27, he's like 19 in gay world because he's going to be all wanting to put his dick in every guy. Yeah. He just came out. Yeah. Good point. It's, it's not interesting, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not opposed to a one nighter, but so that's the story basically. Hmm. Interesting. I don't think we've heard the end of this guy. I, I have a strong feeling we have. And, Thinking, Did you ever hear from the Indian guy? On the pilot episode, you talked about going out with an Indian guy. You never heard from him again? Never. What the fuck, right? I told you he was done. I got the feeling with the text message after that date. Because I was like, can't wait to hang out again. And he was like, yeah, I had a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's my um, that's my love life is meeting people and having nothing come of it. Okay, so tell us what's happening. What is the word in San Francisco? What is going on? What's the meat and potatoes in San Francisco? Give it to me. Um, the story in San Francisco is nudity. Have you... And people are upset about it. People are always upset in San Francisco. I don't think you're right about this, though. I don't okay. think people are upset. I think it's in the news because, A, it's nudity, and that's kind of interesting, but... I would say the majority of the people are on the side of the law in this case. Um, so if you don't know, uh, public nudity has been legal in San Francisco for quite a while. And um, last year, at the end of the year, one of the board of supervisors, a guy named Mr. Weiner, no joke, put it in front of the board to make it illegal to be nude in public. And it passed, but then... Um, people challenged it, and then on Friday of last week, a federal judge said that public nudity is in fact not covered by your First Amendment rights, so it's illegal. It's covered by your underwear. Yeah, there it is. There's the joke we've been waiting for. Ow! It's covered by a fig leaf. Oh, yeah! <laughs> These are the jokes you can expect on the Catching Up podcast. So it's now illegal, and on uh, Friday, a few people challenged it by appearing nude on the steps of city hall and they were all four arrested and that's the story okay now had we recorded this podcast correctly yesterday you would have heard me tell hilarious jokes about mr wiener the supervisor they were fantastic i don't remember any of them they were great well of course you don't two we analyzed one of the guys who had oh, a really yeah. we Okay, I, linked, I linked a story to you. I think it was from the San Francisco Chronicle where they showed his backside a lot. And in one of the pictures, he was not so good. But then I made Joe click on another one where from the back, he looked pretty good. His back was very in shape. His rear was in shape. He had nice legs. But then we saw his face and then it was all downhill from there. He looked like the comedian Brody Stevens. Now, I know no one knows who that is. So this is what you do. You Google Brody Stevens, and that's what he looked like. Yeah, but is a joke really funny if it requires yes, somebody yes, to Google yes. the reference? Because that'll be funny. Because then they should they, – you know what? We'll put it on Facebook. I'll put a picture of Brody Stevens and a picture of the guy. In fact, it could have been Brody Stevens being nude. Could have been. And you know what? If you want to see Brody Stevens, go to the Catching Up Facebook page and like us while you're there. Oh, wow. Mike, look at you. Yeah. Broadcasting professional. <laughs> Did you know you can't have a vanity URL on Facebook until 20 people like the page? So I want us to be facebook.com slash catch up, catching up. 
or oh, something like that. But look at that. Well, you have between twenty people and our friends. We could maybe get close. I kind of feel weird, like, <laughs> begging people to like something when we've done one episode, though. Yeah, I want to get, like, five under our belt. Yeah. So that should take us, with your microphone skills, seven weeks. <laughs> I think that uh, technical issues in early episodes are, like, a sign of a really good podcast. Because that happens a lot. That happened when I was on Game Night, guys. I think our very first episode, we forgot to hit record. So we had to play the game twice. Ugh. Yeah. I think it's a sign. Maybe it is. Now, um, okay, so that's the San Francisco one. Now, one of the things we talked about in L.A. was, now I'm not going to get into the details because that wasn't the interesting part of the story. But what we talked about was uh, the former cardinal of Los Angeles, Roger Mahoney. Um, the, there's a new archbishop of Los Angeles, and he basically publicly rebuked Roger Mahoney for his role in the church abuse scandal, for basically covering up and moving priests around. And they released these sex files to the public. You can look them up on letimes.com. Great. If you're a pedophile, to all the pedophile listeners out there, if you want some great beat-off material, there's nothing better than letimes.com. That's catching a podcast with your pedophile news. Anyway, the pedophiles is what we call it here. Um, Mike's not going to give any reaction right now, are you? Well, (laughs) give me something to react to. You've been setting this story up for like 40 seconds, and then you talk about how I'm not brief. You told a story about being in a restaurant for maybe 11 minutes. Okay, so, so far what we know is that there's a new archbishop and people should go to L.A. Times. Now, the point is this guy's public rebuke for this church abuse scandal. And what we talked about yesterday was I, when I was 13 or 14, in like a Catholic private school, I think in 7th or 8th grade, there was a hot priest at the school, Father Gordon who later, years later, was thrown out and put, you know, charges were brought against him for having sex with the kids or abusing the kids. And here's the deal. When I was 14 and he was like 29, he could have easily, I would have totally, totally hooked up with Father Gordon. I'm telling you this. And you fought with me about this yesterday. And I'm telling you, I would have hooked up with him. Well, I don't remember you saying age 14. That makes things a little bit different, but still not much. Like, I understand that as a 14-year-old, you would want to do that. But I don't think that it's okay for an adult who has, you know, sane, rational thoughts to put a child in that situation. No, you're right. It would have been wrong for him to do it. But I would have loved to have done it. Yoo-hoo! Yeah. I don't think that you would have been... (laughs) I don't think that you would have been as sane and healthy as you are today. (laughs) if that had happened. I would have been richer. Oh, wait, so you would have turned him in? Yeah, because then I would have wanted the money, honey. This is like, look, (laughs) I don't know. Look, the, the, the point is this. I love how you, I love how I'm making like a very funny thing. You're like, no, Joe, really? You would have turned him in? No, the point is I was a horny 14 year old boy. I mean, I don't remember, but I probably did masturbate thinking about Father Gordon. He was hot. Yeah. He was hot. I get it. I just, um, I also told you the story of when I used to go to the pet store. Oh, yeah. Tell that story. So, it was good. It wasn't that good, but my I used to have a snake, and I would walk. Yeah, you did. In your pants. <laughs> so I went. I would go to the pet store and pick up mice to feed the snake, and um, eventually, I was probably like, I would say 12, 11 or 12, and my dad would pull up, and I would jump out, go into the pet store, and pick up the mouse. 
come back in, whatever. So I'd be in the pet store alone, and the guy that worked there was flirty with me, and he was a man. He was, like, probably in his 30s, I would guess, maybe a little bit younger, but he would flirt with me. And Now, how do you know he, what he's like, do you want to spank the monkey? But what if there literally was a monkey that he wanted you to spank? <laughs> Because he was misbehaving. <laughs> no, I just got I just got the vibe. And, I mean, he said stuff like, did you come here alone? But it wasn't threatening. I never felt threatened at all. I just f- could tell that the guy was kind of, like, creeping on me. What's the earliest you would have hooked up with somebody as a kid? Like someone my age? No, 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 no. I guess maybe we're different because, like I told you, Ken, when I was in high school... And I was 16 or 17 or maybe whatever, junior, senior in high school. The theater tech guys, I mean, that must have been a sign I was gay. I was doing theater. But, like, the guys who built the sets and stuff like that, they um, were all gay. They used to wear, like, the rainbow things. I didn't really know what that meant then. Like, I didn't I didn't figure it out till later. But they were all gay. And they were all very, 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 very good looking. All of them. And I would have totally hooked up with him. Totally hooked up with him. Well, and see, here's here's a thing that I think. 16 and 17 is very different. I think it's not like you turn 18 and you suddenly start thinking different and you're stun- suddenly able to make rational decisions. Like, stuff, there's like this huge gray area. Some kids, it happens at 19, but they're allowed to legally do things at 18. And then others, like, it happens before they actually turn 18. There's no way for us to say... As soon as you're of age and can make sane thoughts, you sh- you're able to have sex with, you know what I mean? So Okay, so here's the question. When you were 17 or 18, did you ever have fantasies about older men? How old were they? And could you please describe them very slowly and in detail? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've never fantasized about men significantly older than I am. Um, trying to even think, like... I had a teacher in the seventh grade that I thought was hot. Um, Would you have hooked up with him? And see, this, is such a, this is such a pervy conversation. I love it. Go ahead. I, I don't think I would have actually hooked up with him. But, yeah, I, but I, could, I've, I could certainly fantasize about it, and I'm sure I did. But I, I don't think that when it came down to it, I think in my head I knew something was not okay about that. And, think, and, and in seventh yeah. grade, like hooking up meant something very different from like reality. I don't know. Like what did I, it mean? Well, like, I didn't even know what you were supposed to do. I don't know. I don't know. I was never exposed to, like, pornography that that early, so I didn't really understand. Pornography had to teach me what to do. And before we get mean emails about this, I don't really think I would have hooked up with Father Gordon. I think I would have been horrified. Like, And I, I said this yesterday. Really, what I fantasized about was not the actual sex part, but about him taking me out of class. <laughs> Um, oh, I forgot to tell you this story. So get this. So I went to breakfast with my mom today. Oh, I was so mad at her. So we went, so she goes, I have this coupon for IHOP. We should go there. Free pancake day. Today was free pancake day. Well, get this. Was so there like I, lines outside? The actually, house? someone asked me that too. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it was, it was more crowded than usual, but we got, we got set down right away. And, um, and let me tell you this. I'm going to give major props to the IHOP corporation. They, I thought, okay, so when you go to IHOP and you get like a breakfast that comes with pancakes, it's these like two flimsy pancakes. They're not that great, right? But if you actually order pancakes as a meal, there are these big fluffy pancakes and you get three of them. 
Okay, there's a big difference between the ones you get as a side and ones you get as a meal. The free pancake day, you get three of the big fluffy ones for free. Do you have to order anything? Um, you have to at least donate a dollar or order something. So, um, so donate a dollar to IHOP? No, they have like a box up there for some fun. It's actually a charity that they're doing it for. So anyway, so get this. So I go with my mom. And we hadn't ordered yet. You get the pancakes even before you order. Isn't that shocking? You just sit down and they give them to you. Right. Because they're like says, pushing them out fast. Yeah. And my mom says, oh, I forgot my phone in my car. Joey, can you get it? Please, please, please. I was like, ugh, okay. So I walk, 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 walk to the car and then walk back. And there's a big plate of pancakes sitting in front of me. Right? Okay. And my mom has none in front of her. And I go, what happened? She goes, I told him I didn't want them because I'm gluten intolerant. I was like... I want them. What are you doing? I could have had my pancakes and her pancakes and ordered zero breakfast and been super full and diabetic. Oh, diabetes jokes, really? Is that a diabetes joke? It's a diabetes joke. Uh, okay, cut it out. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. So wait, your mom, first of all, is your mom gluten intolerant? She is, actually. Yeah, it's actually, it's a very dramatic story. I'll tell you, it's boring. It would be boring for anybody here, but you know my mom, so I'll tell it to you later. But, um, yes, she is gluten intolerant, and so um, she didn't order the diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't order the pancakes. The diabetes cakes? But I would have been fine. Actually, I was full from the three pancakes, to be honest with you. So um, I was fine with that. I did order breakfast because, you know, it takes 20 minutes to hit. But, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a good deal. I'm like, oh, no, no, so that's not the point of the story. So, yeah, so I go to IHOP, right? Then, you know, they have music playing. Okay. Right? I'm so, not sure the last – I went to IHOP, I think, on New Year's two years ago. Well, who remembers that? Well, it was, like, after the bar. That's why I remember. Anyway, so we were <laughs> – <laughs> it's weird. Like, okay, last time I went to Arby's was – Well, I mean, if it's – it's not like I went on March 17th and I just happened to remember that. It was New Year's. How do you not remember that? I'm not saying you don't remember – I, okay, look. I can see remembering that you went to an IHOP on New Year's Day, but I don't remember going like, okay, that was the last time I was ever there. Well, it's the last time I ever went to one. I don't go to – I don't go there. Okay, I forgot you're an elephant. Remember everything. Okay, so get this. So I'm sitting there eating the pancakes and just boop 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 yada yada yada. My mom's talking about some story, and then um, the Elton John song, the last song, comes on. Okay. Have Have you ever heard that song? Yeah. It that is like the saddest song I've ever heard in my entire life. Did you cry? I started crying while I was eating the pancakes. No. I was a big fat guy eating pancakes and crying. <laughs> I haven't done that since New Year's Day two day two years ago. Why that did was the you last cry? time I ate pancakes and cried? You've never heard the song before? I've heard it before, but I just started thinking about my dad. And okay, here's the deal: I started building this fantasy that I had AIDS, and what my dad would be saying to me if I had AIDS and I'm dying, and yada yada yada. Do the, do your dad's <laughs> voice. I'm trying to do it as him singing the song. <laughs> I don't remember how to say it. Doi, you have AIDS. I'm, I'm suddenly dying. But um, your dad sounds nothing like that. I know, not even the, close. In my head, that's how he sounds. <laughs> but um, what I was going to tell you, but yeah, it's a very, very sad song. And it's sad in IHOP. Is it sadder in IHOP? Yeah, there's some. You know what? That's a good point. It's even sadder in IHOP, because 
in IHOP, is there something, IHOPs are already sad, as you would know from your uh, epic visit there two years ago. I went with uh, Brian. Do you remember Brian from Game Night Guys? Yeah, of course I know Brian from Game Night Guys. You've Hi, never, Brian. You've never met him, though. I know, but he's like a little celebrity in my world. I know who he is. You've listened to like every Game Night Guys episode. I listen to every Game Night Guys episode. What are, what are you doing next week? Okay, starting tomorrow, today was my Mardi Gras. I had so much meat today, because starting tomorrow, I'm doing my vegan cleanse. For six weeks, I'm going vegan. I've done it before, okay, it's great, and uh, it it feels great. And of course, you know, uh, the first day after the six weeks, I'm chowing down in and out. But uh, for those six weeks, I feel great. And I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I've met someone, someone didn't know I was doing it, and I bumped into them, and they're like, Joe, you have this glow about you. And I was like... I, went, I looked at the invisible camera in the corner, and I winked. I went, ding, and winked. Like Mr. Roper? Yes. <laughs> yes, like that. So, But I have a question. Why do you sure. – if it makes you feel so good, you lose weight too, right? I did nothing. Mike, I did nothing. I was a sloth, did nothing, and just shed 30 pounds. So you lose weight. You feel great. You have a glow about you like Mr. Roper. Why do you, mm-hmm. go, why do you go back? I don't know. I'm going to really try not to this time. Or maybe – Maybe like ease in slowly, so instead of like quarter pounders the week after week. This sounds like your sex acts. That's how you do it. Like you ease in slowly before you give the guy your quarter pounder. <laughs> so instead of quarter pounders on week seven, why don't you you know slowly introduce a little bit of like shit, so that you're not like. Well, first of all, I don't eat poo. But second, um, actually, Furman for Eat to Live is the name of the program. Doctor Furman, you know, after you're done, what he recommends is going towards more. A more um, non-American diet, which is Medi- having mostly, yeah, not Mediterranean necessarily. Mediterranean's really good for for you, from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It is, but like he would be fine with that. But he means more like focusing on your your whole grains and your vegetables and meat as a condiment rather than yeah. the main thrust of the meal. So like steak with a little bit of potatoes is not okay. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but if you have veg like vegetables and quinoa with a little bit of steak that's good i get that i really do get that i just i i think you should really try if you're putting all this effort in for six weeks why just fuck it all up on week seven you're right why are you already telling me i'm doing things week seven i don't know i'm I'm gonna really try it one of my this isn't your first time that's why well because the first time i knew i was only the first time i was sort of forced into it does that make sense and i went in uh reluctantly and so I knew week seven I was not going to. Does that make sense? Like yeah. I didn't go in thinking, oh, it's going to be a lifelong change. Right. But um, this time, no, now knowing that I liked it, I um, will we'll try and make it a, a lifelong thing. Sure. Um, there's that. I'm going to the Magic Castle on Thursday. I'm going to a comedy show on Friday. And can we, tell, can we tell people that you do magic? Because not everyone knows who you are. Like they should know that you do magic yeah. as a hobby. As, I, I, that's really, really – he Overblowing does, it still. He really do, loves kids' parties. He does. A, <laughs> <laughs> he does a father, lot. Yeah, Father Gordon and I go. He does confessions, and I do. I make balloon animals. <laughs> no, I actually do not like doing magic for children, and I actually don't really do magic tricks anymore. I don't know. I just, from what I've been told, magic with children is hard because, like with an adult, you can like basically say, "Look at this hand," and they will. But children kind of look wherever they see movement and. So, like, sleight-of-hand stuff is difficult, from what I'm told. Oh, 
Um, yes, to also like magic. There's a lot of, isn't this, is this interesting to anybody? One, that could be part of it too. Um, magic tricks in general actually are very simple to figure out if you think, if you don't think in a linear way that we are sort of trained to. Mm-hmm. So kids can sort of just go like, well, you just did that, that, and that, and that because they don't see the other possibilities. But, but most importantly, actually, the reason it sucks is, uh, not sucks, it's just different. It's a different skill set is because kids like colors and things doing other things. Whereas adults, like a kid, a kid can't look at a card trick. They don't get it. Right. You know? So, um, they like like a balloon popping and then there's a, a rabbit there or something. I went to a magic shop, uh, here in the city on the wharf mm-hmm. and they did like a stupid trick where it was like the levitating card. Give me a card from your wallet and I will make it levitate and whatever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I wanted to believe it. So I sat there just believing it. And then Celeste was like, you saw the little string thing, right? It was like g- stuck to the back of his ear. And like, I wasn't even looking really for how he was doing it. I was just so amazed. So I think some of it too, is if you want to believe you will believe, but I don't know. I don't know that kids think that way. Um, that trick that you're talking about sells really well. Magic tro- magic shops are in, this is so boring. Magic shops are into selling tricks, not necessarily doing good magic. Sure. And that, and that trick sells well. Um, and what do you got going on this week? Well, so. Uh oh. Oh no. Um, I kind of, I'm reluctant to even say this cause it's oh, going to no. turn out to be disappointing, but. Oh God. I, it's nothing bad. When I, so when I first moved to the city, before I even moved to the city, I met a guy who lives here. Um, I've told you about him. He's significantly younger than I am, and we dated a little bit, and it was disappointing. And you remember this? Yes. Um, it was disappointing, and he kind of like was not. Uh, he in... wasn't the kind of guy that steals your underwear. No, yeah, he was not the kind of guy that steals underwear. He was. Um, I don't know. He we're in different places in our lives, so mm-hmm. he just was not interested in spending tons of time with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird because I kind I. I keep like writing him off. So I'm like, okay, that's done. Like I've, I've made all the effort I'm going to make and whatever. And then as soon as I like get to the point where I like forget about him, he like texts or he calls. Mm-hmm. So we were supposed to hang out last weekend on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And, um, on like, I don't know, like Thursday night or Friday, he texts and he said, Hey, you know what? My parents are coming to town this weekend. It's a surprise. It was a surprise, so I'm going to have to cancel Sunday. Can we make it up sometime? And then I was like, yeah, whatever, whenever, whatever. Knowing, I mean, this is just kind of the what, I, what I've been dealing with, so I'm just like done. But we're supposed to hang out this coming weekend, and I have a strong feeling it's not going to happen. I am basically have written it off, and I'm like, if he calls, he calls. It's going to happen. I'll tell you why. Because he said he rescheduled. If he didn't want to see you again, he would have just been like, hey, my parents came into town, see ya. Yeah, but I don't think that it's that he doesn't want to see me. I think he just like, I don't know, he's too busy and it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's what, you know, when you're young, you're always busy. It's fuck them. Yeah. And he, I mean, he is significantly younger than I am too. He's 11. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a senior in high school, so. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't say that because people will believe you. He's not. He's a junior. <laughs> he is not. He's, um... He's graduated from college, so. Whoa. I know. Get his AARP card now. <laughs> and then I'm doing the color run coming up in March. Why so. are you so fucking racist? They're called African-Americans. <laughs> I 
I'm doing the color run in March, which is like a you've seen them before, like uh, you run. It's like a 3K and or a 5K, and they like throw the Indian powder <sighs> shit on you. So gay. I've seen pictures of this. The sister of a friend of mine just did it, and it was the gayest looking thing I saw in the picture. It's like just so gay. It's just like yeah, gay. It's not just gay. You're right. It's gay, but then also like. The planning and the marketing and everything about a color run is like so orchestrated and like details are very put together and it's like there's certainly a party planner behind this. Like mm-hmm. it just feels like a gay thing. So um, I'm doing one of those in March. So I'm going to try to get out and run a little bit uh, this weekend because I'm afraid that the color run will come and I'll be like have to take the shuttle back to the finish line or something. Because but wait, it's this weekend, right? No, no, no. It's in March. Oh. I just want to run this weekend. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought it was, I got the impression it was this weekend. No, no, no. Oh, all right. And that's pretty much all I have planned. I think we did a good job of sort of saving this week's podcast. <laughs> Do you think you made all the jokes that you were supposed to make? Uh, we did look. Let me tell you this, and this might be confessing a little bit too much. But there was a while where <laughs> I love how I said this might be confessing too much, and this is going to be the definition of too much information. Um, there was a while when I was on Prozac, <laughs> okay, and I didn't get really any of the side effects of Prozac except I couldn't get totally hard. Right? Where are you going with this? I'm telling you right now in a second. So I couldn't get totally hard. And so I'm not on Prozac anymore. I'm doing great. I'm doing fine. But now I can finally be hard. Totally, completely, 100% hard. And where I'm going with this is yesterday's podcast, podcast, yesterday's podcast was like being completely 100% hard. Today's podcast was sort of like the, uh, oh, you're trying. It was like the whiskey dick version of why do you podcast. why do you have to shit all over this? Why don't you just let people no, decide it, that it's I good? I said it, it was good. It was good. It was a good episode. You asked me if the jokes were as good. <laughs> you you asked me a question, I answered it, and now you're mad at me for answering the question. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> uh, I won't talk to you for weeks. I know. Well, you'll talk to me next week. We have a podcast to do. Yeah. All right, Joe. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Head over to cupodcast.com to find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages. And while you're there, grab our email address and send us a hey. Come back next week to hear Joe and Mike catching up. Ain't nobody got time for that!